Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. For those of you who are thinking that this just started, that would be a no. That's been going on for the majority of... You're welcome. What has happened since we last spoke. I like that little remix. I like that. And 22 sauces. Sign me up. Yes. That means I got to buy extra chicken tenders to try all the damn sauces. Uh, yeah. See, again, and you'll also be expanding to Miami. Yeah. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We've debuted a little uh, segment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show called Hear What We're Watching Live. We can't listen to our open because the band is oh, taking no. a break. I'm sorry. Um, but this is basically where we tell you what we're watching so you can have some ideas of what's available to here, watch. I'll do it. What we're watching live. Here's what it is. I think that was good. Okay. Um, it's this is actually here's or watch what we're listening to live. Oh, I'm doing oh. a little reverse. Oh yeah, you are mix because I got a podcast and I want to tell you about oh, fun. it. But if you love television, you'll love this too. Good sell. <laughs> okay. Have you heard about the podcast over my dead body? No. Okay. Well, if you like podcasts, you like true crime. Here's your new true crime podcast. Listen, and if you're like, well, I don't know what this is. Is that any God? Just know that it's good. It's six. We're six episodes in. I think one of them is just like an intro. So you get a good five solid chunks of this particular story. Love solid chunks. So, like, <laughs> so you can listen to it and get, you know, something out of it. You're not just starting with the first week. Um, and each episode is probably 30 to 45 plus minutes. And here's the here's what it's about. Whose dead body are we over? Uh, this guy. Okay. But now, before I go, I tell you what it's about. I just want you to know it comes from Wondery, who is also responsible for two podcasts that we have talked about a lot on the station: um, Dirty John and Doctor Death. Mm-hmm. A lot of you will remember those two podcasts and maybe have listened to them. If you liked Dirty John and or Doctor Death, you will love Over My Dead Body. Here's the premise or the story. And don't Google anything about the story because you don't, I mean, you could just Google it and, you know, that's not going to do you any good. Um, And I actually think there's only going to be one more episode this season. So it's a quick, it'll be a quick listen after next week. Um, Okay. There's a man Mm -hmm. and a woman, Mm -hmm. their husband and wife. Yes. They divorce. Mm -hmm. They have kind of a gross divorce. Okay. Okay. It's not the worst divorce ever, but they're very successful. Uh, one is a, um, uh, gosh, what he's an attorney, high profile attorney and professor, I think. Um, and his wife is very accomplished. She wrote a novel. They're very successful. Hmm. They have children and they get divorced and it's not pretty. And the husband ends up dead. Ooh. 
That's all I'm going to say. Okay. And then it twists and turns, no doubt, there are from there. so many twists and turns from there. Um, it's just going to have you... And you're going to hear things that you've never heard on a podcast before. Uh, and you're going to be like, how did they do that? And you're just going to have to keep listening. Uh, like, there, there is audio that you'll be like, what? How can they do what? So... I will say that it is definitely worth the listen. It's a fascinating story. It's very true crimey. Okay. And, uh, you know, it'll give you the singles. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, it's over. called Over My Dead Body. Search for it wherever you search for your podcasts. But if you search for Over My Dead Body on the Google machine, it'll it'll bring it up. Um, That's awesome. Okay, good. A good new podcast. So we just watched what you were listening to. Yeah. Watch um, what I'm hearing live. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to have you hear what I'm watching live. Yay. Um, so, I okay, this is kind of old now because the final, the finale of this season of True Detective was uh, aired on Sunday night. This is my first thing that I'd like to talk about. So this is the third season of True Detective. This is the HBO series. Um, and they're all, it's like a, it, what's the word for, like, it's all an anthology. It's like one season is one story. Yep. Um, and I think so you, every season it changes. Yep. And there's like a little callback every twice in a while to you another re- season. You don't have to watch the other season. Exactly. Exactly. They each exist independently. This is the one with um, with Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff. Stephen or Stefan. I, n- I never know how to say his name. In any case, um, that has been, I think, I don't know. The, the finale was on Sunday. I have a significant issue with the choice to air the finale this week on Sunday. Okay. Can you imagine what it is? What happened on Sunday night? The Oscars. The stupid Oscars where Mahershala Ali was winning an award. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, I'm congratulating him because that was awesome. I, nobody was no no nobody was watching it and so I was you're saying you're irritated you were ticked because um you couldn't watch it because you were and busy watching the oscars because then next day you log on to the internet oh spoilers and everywhere and i was oh. like nope see because no i wasn't watching because there was this other thing on anyway long story short we finally caught up with priorities. it priorities and this was the last episode of this season and did you like it i loved the whole season dot 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 oh no until the end, and not because they didn't do a fine job of wrapping. Well, no, it's because they didn't do a fine job of wrapping it up. Here's the thing. You leave this season of True Detective, if and slash when you watch it. It's a great, all of the season is very, very good. They do a lot of really interesting things with time jumps. And the main character, played by Mahershala Ali, in his oldest state, has Alzheimer's. And so there's a lot of kind of playing with memory that's very interesting. Mm. But the last episode leaves you with about 5,000 question marks. And I don't like that. You want everything to be wrapped up in detective. a boo. Especially when I'm trying to yeah, solve but a that's mystery. Not sort of the oeuvre of that particular series. Like they want you to, like, remember, I just remember the last episode of the first season. I was like, what in what God's name is happening here? Right. Yeah. Um, And there was a little bit of that. But what was frustrating about it was there was a piece that could have like that felt like it was solving the mystery that we've been paying attention to the whole time. That was a big question mark Mm. that they did that they clearly made a choice Mm. to not confront. And you were like, and I darn you, I 
felt like, I don't know if you're copping out or if this is an artistic decision. So if you like everything to be tied up in a neat little bow. I do like resolutions. You're not probably going to get that entirely with this last. And the final scene of it, there is one final scene that is but moments long. But moments. And it makes, it don't make no sense with the rest of the story. All right. Like a clown comes out and goes. (laughs) I mean, I'll just say this. It's a shot of Mahershala Ali, and you have a vague idea where he is, but you don't know why or what it has to do with everything you just watched. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I don't be too cool for school. And don't make me go to Google and read people's yeah, but I'll do that. analysis, which yeah. is what I did. Right. Yeah. But I was like, I don't have time for this. So That's like Twin Peaks, man. You needed a, like a compendium. To, you know, go with the TV show where you're like, explain that to me. Yeah, I don't want to have to consult somebody who's like super intellectual and sees art in a different way. No, I just want to watch and enjoy, watch and enjoy. But mostly it was good. And so if you're fine with the dangling, you know, uh, tail ends of things, go watch the whole thing. You'll enjoy it. The acting is incredible. Mahershala Ali is amazing in this season of True, of, uh, True Detective. But if you are, if you want things all tied up in a bow, you're yeah. not going to get it with this show. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, yesterday we had some dangling questions about that uh, was a bad choice. Was a bad choice of words about who this lady was who uh, bailed R. Kelly out. Mm-hmm. Now we have apparently some answers. Um, I have obeyed my instructions to not investigate any further. Correct. This gal. So Bradley is going to inform me about the lady and who bailed R. Kelly out. Let's just say it has to do with one of my favorite things in the world. The R. Kelly story about the lady who bailed oh. him out of jail. Okay, so it'll be about chicken tenders when we come <laughs> no. back. On the Colleen, Even better. On the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. So yesterday we had some questions about the identity of the woman who bailed R. Kelly out of jail. She paid, what was it, 10000 or $100,000? $100,000. $100,000. And all we knew yesterday was she was like a 47-year-old suburban Chicago woman. Well, 52. Okay. 52-year-old Chicago record. woman. Thank you. Uh, but today we know more, and uh, Bradley has asked me not to read any stories about her so he can inform me here and now about the identity of this woman and maybe a little bit about who she is. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. R. Kelly's fan posted the singer's $100,000 bond after meeting him. On a cruise last fall. No. <laughs> so I saw that story and I was like, click, click, click tell me click. more. Uh, how did this happen? And then I learned this, the, the tale of Valencia Love, who is 52. Oh, no, no, no. Kelly is 52 years old. This actually doesn't say how old she is. So you very well may be correct. Okay. 40-something. So her name is Valencia Love. R. Kelly is 52? Yeah. Holy buckets. I did not realize that. D, 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 do, 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 do. 42, 52. (laughs) On you. Okay. Okay, so. Chappelle Show. Sorry, you guys. Valencia Love was a fan of Kelly's music when she met him on a cold fall night aboard 
the spirit of Chicago cruise on Lake Michigan in September. It's not even a real cruise, like a Lake Michigan cruise. Woo. In September. What was R. Kelly doing on a weird Chicago That's what I was going to say. Over the weekend. Was there a field trip that day? Well, over the weekend. I'm sorry. That was not. That was in poor taste. That was But I'm sorry. That is... Is that not the story we heard about him? Yes. He like hangs out with the young people. Okay. Over the weekend, she had called Ms. Love, members of Kelly's inner circle, and told them she wanted to help when she saw he wasn't able to make bail. So she posted the bond. The bond won $25,000 sum for each of the four cases that he is accused of aggravated sexual abuse against minors. So this woman took her money. And by the way, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm sorry, it's it's very sad. She won her money in a wrongful death lawsuit <gasps> after her daughter died during surgery to pay or um, during her daughter's surgery. So her and her husband or the father of the baby uh, received like a million dollars plus each, I think, uh-huh. after this wrongful death lawsuit. And she used part of her windfall to bail R. Kelly out of jail now so that he could go to McDonald's. And there's another part of this story (sighs) that um, sickened me that we knew yesterday. She owns a couple businesses and one of them is a daycare. Yes. Uh, So this is somebody who works with children. Yeah. No, she works with children. And she, she lost her child. Yeah. And she used used the money ugh. to pay for R. Kelly's freedom. No. Not like literally just to keep him out of jail until he has to probably go to jail. Well, I mean, it depends on if he's, you know, uh, convicted or uh, acquitted. But regardless, um, she put down six figures. And when you look into her story a little bit more, you see that just in 2015, she had to file bankruptcy for $2,700 in parking tickets. Okay. Um, okay. Um, she is a teacher at a Southside daycare where she has worked for seven years. Um, she did get that windfall. That was in 2017 uh, from Children's Medical Hospital. Uh, she's 47. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. She's from suburban Romeoville, a corporate officer of that daycare where she is a teacher. She's also listed in the Secretary of State's record as a manager of a restaurant. Love on the blue. So she obviously used some of her money maybe to open a restaurant. Yeah. Because her life. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Last name is Love, right? 
Yeah. I would assume. Anyway, um, so. I just, what? And has she, has anybody talked to her? the things that I would spend my, you know. No. No. That's not something I would spend my money on. There's so much to unpack with this. No, there is. Also, can we just (laughs) sit with the fact that, (sighs) I'm sorry, I'm so outraged, but at the same time, I'm like, I've said all of the things that make me outraged. Like. Um, this man is accused of doing horrible things to children on the off chance that you are incorrect in your assumption that he is. Uh, well, I'm assuming she thinks he's being wrongly accused. Otherwise, she's just kind of gross. Right. Because well, if she thinks he's guilty, then what are you doing giving your money away to this person? Whether or not. I mean, I think it's safe to say right now that there is video of him. I mean, this is a known thing. We weeing on a girl. Yes. 14 year old girl. Year old girl. And doing other sexual acts with her. So it doesn't, you know, whether or not he is found guilty of all of these other counts, it is a fact that this behavior occurred on video. Now, here's what I'm curious about. What is her name again? Uh, Something uh, Love. Valencia Love. Valencia Love. I want to know if anybody has uh, talked to her directly, if she's given any statement as to why she chose to use so this particular figures of her money to bail him out so over the weekend she called uh and when i said she called uh blue uh, a woman who called the sun times in chicago and identified herself as love disputed aspects of the account that i told you she declined to say how she met the singer but acknowledged paying the bond and then the you know the newspaper is the one that sort of did the due diligence to find out all this other ancillary information Mm -hmm. fascinating Right. I can't for the life of me figure out what would have possessed her to do to want him to be, as you said, you know, free until he's not free. If, in fact, well, he's know, found there's guilty. Like a, there's a, and this is just kind of he say, she say. It hasn't been like confirmed by news or anything. But there was like a, a bunch of women trying to put get GoFundMes together. <sighs> Oh, I know what I was going to say. What kind of power does this man have? No, that's the, this is the question. That's the big question. This is the question that I want to know because, and I'm talking about from all ages. Right. And I remember watching the documentary and they were talking about how he, how good he is with, with talking to these women and convincing them to believe in him and trust in him. And I don't know if it it smells like a cult to me. I I mean, it's grooming. Yes. Yes. And it is, there's a cult. Like, I mean, that's what we used to call it. Right. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. there was a, uh, there was a person who a couple of years ago identified it as R. Kelly's sex cult. Well, that's when we started, we started talking about it on this show when somebody came forward and says, I was a part of like R. Kelly's sex cult. And everybody was like, oh, come on. And you know what we're going to start hearing more about too is how all the people around him helped cover yeah, man. and enable this behavior. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's I'm just, just not nobody's big brother knew this. No, like, right? <laughs> it's going to be gross. It's going to go from gross to grosser in no time flat. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Lord and Lady D-Bag, celebrities oh, okay. behaving badly. I'm my talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them. On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, bitches. Sonny's at the controls. Mm-hmm. And uh, we love to tell you about the celebrities behaving badly, and we've got a name for them, and that name you know. is D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. 
Guess who my D-bag is? You can't. It's okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the song. Lena Dunham. Oh. Now. Gosh, we have not heard from her in a little bit. Right? Well, she just has to get her uh, needy, ego-y little claws into a story that everybody else is talking about. R. Kelly. Nope. Jordan Woods. Yeah. Oh, really? Ding, ding, ding. Here's a People Magazine headline for you. Mm -hmm. Lena Dunham defends Jordan Woods amid public shaming over Tristan Thompson cheating scandal. Mm. Oh, because everybody else zigged and now she's got a zag. Right? So she's like, I got to do this over here. Lena Dunham is coming to Jordan Woods' defense. Hey, FYI, put put this note on my file. Mm -hmm. If I do something publicly uh, gross or engage in a conspiracy, um, please don't Accept oh. Lena Dunham support yeah, on just my behalf. No, okay. that is not welcome. Yes, thank you. Understood. The always outspoken Dunham, 32. Well, I'm going to keep my jokes to myself yeah, right do. now. She tweeted about the allegations that Kylie Jenner's longtime bestie hooked up with Khloe Kardashian's boyfriend, Tristan Thompson. Here's what she said, quote. <clears throat> Can you imagine if you... Actually, the words here are so hard to read. Can you imagine if who you made out with when you were 21 had massive public shaming consequences? When I was 21, I kissed my friend's crush in my bathroom during a dinner party. I was inexplicably wearing a dog leash. I stayed. Why in, does that not surprise me? I stayed in bed for days feeling hot shame. That was enough of a consequence. Nobody slashed prices on my eyeliner brand or whatever. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Lena Dunham. Okay. First of all, you don't get to decide how I respond. Exactly. <laughs> like, she's just shaming us for having an opinion about Jordan Woods. Who... But it doesn't have anything to do with Jordan Woods. It has everything to do with the Lena machine. Dunham. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the yeah, machine yeah, yeah. that is the Kardashian. Right. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, her <laughs> response doesn't have, don't think for one second. She cares about Jordan Woods right. or anybody's opinion of Jordan Woods. She doesn't. She also continued. Oh, let great. me finish. Hashtag. Okay. Reclaiming my time. The legal drinking age is 21. The legal going on TV age should be 26. Just weighing in on the important national issues. I think that was a joke. And she was trying to be funny there. Yeah, I know. I know. But then, <laughs> but then you got to go to yourself. But then why did you make a comment about it? Right. And all you really did was point the finger back at you. Exactly. And you said, one time, uh, that telly reminds me of the one time I met out with my best. So, like, here's what I love. She's like, stop being Jordan because I'm a, I'm a D-bag, too. Right. Exactly. Well, okay, but we would have done the same to you. So you're really not making your point. No. And I don't feel bad at all for my feelings about Jordan Woods. I think my, for a whole set of other reasons, but in, if if I even believed that what she did was absolutely one hundred percent true, do you really want me to think that I'm not allowed to have an opinion about Jordan Woods? You know, making out with somebody else's man. And, okay. Yeah, and and her argument about like you know what is enough consequences? You don't get to do that with consequences. That's life. Well, the consequences are what the consequences are. Mostly with the with the lives of public people. Yes. I mean, it would be one thing if it was, you know, Jolene Schnickelfritz who lives down the street and she's, you know, and we're blowing her up on our show from noon to three and people are like, 
what? Why are you talking about her? Right. But that also she is not a public person. Wouldn't happen. And so, you know, you can't like have the behavior and then judge the consequence of it because the natural consequences are natural consequences. That is what is going to happen when, to your point, you are a public figure and you make out with a public figure's public figure and I person. I mean, right. there's you don't cheat with somebody and you, you want it on the load and cheat with Harry, don't nobody know him. Exactly. Next door man who's right. cranky and right. he doesn't take his garbage right. out. Right, right. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and if everybody was like, oh, sure, Jordan Woods, make out with him. We don't care. I'm not really sure we all care that much. But, you know, to her point, if, or to my point, if everybody's reaction was, well, that sucks, she would be like, the fact that people look the other way in this day and mm-hmm. age tells me more about how society really treats women's relationships. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she just, like, wants she to, just wants to be contrary. And she wants to insert herself in the narrative yeah, wherever again, possible. Again, all she did was talk about how she's wearing a dog collar and had some hot shame in a bedroom by herself. Like, okay. It, okay. It's, also, this I just is love mean, the idea of hot shame. It. Hot shame sounds like a band. <laughs> <laughs> and I want... I want it on a t-shirt. Hot shame. Hot shame. Um, I'm just going to say this, and I know it's rude and mean, but I don't care. Natural consequences. Is she ever going to get enough attention? Will there ever be enough attention for Lena Dunham to just be okay with not always having to be in the middle of the story? All right. There is an album called Hot Shame, by the way. Is there? Yeah. Who's it by? The Atom Age. Is Jack Antonoff at all involved with them? Because then I'd have a whole different conspiracy theory. <sighs> no, it looks her ex-boyfriend like who's like her bestie. Hot Shame. Uh, it's got like a lady laying down. Okay. All right. They have a song called It's a Mass. Hot Shame. We should listen to it during the break and maybe we can play it. Let's see if there's no yeah. swears. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so we're not going anywhere yet because I got a D-bag for you. Okay, Forgot ready? what you're oh. doing, did you? This is going to sound like a mean D-bag. It wouldn't be your first. I know. And I don't want to be mean, but this is kind of cute in like a super embarrassing way. Mm-hmm. Joey Lawrence, you know, Blossom's brother. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. He wants to be Batman. In the movies. So remember how... I mean, okay, and? I just think it's... Know, know your like know like your how lane. is he letting us know this? Over I guess on the is my Instagrams. Question. So, okay. You know, Ben Affleck has finally confirmed that he's retiring from his role yeah. of Batman. And there's been speculation who's going to take, you know, who's going to take the next kind of... The next... Um, generation of Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there have been a bunch of names thrown around like Army Hammer, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Joey Lawrence, whoa, wants the role. Um, he used his Instagram, <laughs> which has 181,000 followers. That's a lot. That's I know. More than I have. To say, I want this part. Let's do this. I've been dreaming of saving hashtag Gotham far back as my memory goes. Oh, wow. He wants to be Batman, so y'all. Every child, frankly, at some point in his or her life. But it's it's cute, though, right? That's cute. I mean, he could wear the costume. He could do that for Halloween. I think that would be good. But or maybe do he... like a Saturday Night Live sketch as Batman. But yeah, I don't think um, he's going to sell out box offices or whatever the phrase is. Like he can't be like, I'm Batman. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. 
it's just not. Whoa. It's no. I love you, Joey Lawrence. And you have had a great career and you are important. He's posted about this a lot. And I am like. proud of you for all that you've accomplished in life. I don't think that Batman Go is for something be one outside of those the box. I'm here. Producer. He says, uh, here I come. Take a chance. Just do it. Give this actor producer a shot at playing his lifelong dream. And then he posts about it again. I have a great weekend. I want to be Batman. And then Ben Affleck, he says, I can crack. Let's go DC. And then he posts again. I know. Happy Tuesday. I want to be Batman. And he's got, he's got a, he says, okay, angels. That's another post. He's got a petition going. He's got a petition going. Is he feeling okay? Is that what you're wondering? I also am concerned about his hair plugs. So if you get hair plugs, why -hmm. wouldn't you grow out your hair? Because here's what I know. He used to be bald. Oh, yeah. And then he got a hairline, but he shaves it really short. So it almost looks like it's penciled in. But you can see little hairs, which makes me believe that it's probably. I mean, if you look at that, that looks like hair plugs. And, you know, God bless you if you want to do it. Fine. Why wouldn't you grow it out, though? Because then it would look like hair then, right? I don't know. I he, I'm so. But then confused. it might look actually more natural than it looks right now. No, I agree. That, I, that's what I'm saying. Is like that's why you should grow it out. What are you doing, Joey Lawrence? I don't know. This is just all too weird. And I hope I don't know if he is in on the joke. No, I don't think he is. Okay. Oh, here's another post for all the way back in January. I'm telling you guys, he's angels. Desperate. I want this part. I mean, there are some parts I want, Joey Lawrence. Heck, in the 90s, I wanted your part. (laughs) All right. Whoa. Whoa. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, I don't know if you guys know this. Today is school bus driver. Uh, What are we listening to? What is that? Hot Shane. Oh! Yes. yes. Wait, hold on. Everybody, we just need to sit back and hot, get an earful of hot shame. Did you shame. listen to it, I hope? Are we sure that there's no swearing? I thought it was just going to be like instrumental. I thought you was going to go in, do the little exit, and then we was going to be out. Oh, okay, oh. well, I'm going to be real quick. <laughs> Today, you might not know this. Today is School Bus Driver Appreciation Day. And we thought, you know what? Let's appreciate the bus drivers. They're driving the bus right now, probably. We want you to call us at 651-641-1071 and tell us what you appreciate about your school bus driver, whether it's your kid's school bus driver or one you had when you were young. 651-641-1071. We are appreciating school bus drivers right now. Hail to the bus driver! We love the school bus drivers on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And today is School Bus Driver Appreciation Day. Yay! Yes, and I have to tell you, I learned of this over the Twitter this morning when one of our lovely listeners tweeted at all of us and said, Hey, today is. Bus Driver Appreciation Day. I've yes. listened to you every day on the bus. Give us a shout out. Well, I'd love to give you more than a shout out. I would love to give everybody the opportunity to appreciate your school bus driver. 651-641-1071. We've got a caller on the line. Would you like to hear from somebody who yeah, appreciates absolutely. the school bus drivers? Everybody loves a good school bus driver. Kelly's on safe. the line. Hello, Kelly. Hi, guys. Good afternoon. Hi. Good afternoon. What did you want to share about school bus drivers? Well, I just want to say this. I heard it on the news this morning. My kids told me about it before they left for school. So we had just gone, like, and gotten some Easter egg 
goodie stuff yesterday, mm-hmm. and I threw them a bunch of candy, and I just want to give a shout-out to Tabitha for... We live in the country, so our roads don't get plowed all that early in the morning. Sure. And she still plows through it all and gets the kids home safe, and she is awesome. That's awesome. So you said her name again was? Tabitha. To Tabitha. Yay, Tabitha. Thank you, Kelly, Thanks, for calling Kelly. in and, and honoring Tabitha. It's not just in the burbs, honey, because the side streets and the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Oof, they I know. Minneapolis, TikTok kids. Uh, my, <laughs> it's hard. And I, uh, in fact, I was behind a school bus on my way in. They were doing side roads. And I thought, those things are not easy. You, I, you know, you think that they do really well right. because they're so high up and it's big. No, it is not easy to get those things maneuvered through side streets oh, and, and when they're taking a corner and the yeah. the plow is you know has moved the snow to the best of its ability but they're big hills on the corners yeah. and they take one of those corners and the kids are hiding behind the snow drifts i mean forget yeah. it it is a dangerous job and i think about what my life is like when i am on a day-to-day basis driving my you know bunch of metal down the road with three children in the back and they're the ones i gave birth to so i'm supposed to really like them and they are driving me insane and then add to that however many other ones of them in a big car a big bus i don't know how bus drivers do it my sister used to drive a bus used to tell me all these stories and how uh, the better stories were how patient not patient but uh uh rewarding the parents were uh, like around Christmas. Oh, and, good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, those are the happy Well, hopefully stories. they get some cookies or some candy today, some donuts, yeah. some yeah. gift cards. And for sure, high fives. I feel bad because today, of all days, my kids didn't ride the bus, but they ride the bus every other day. Yeah, and, and then so, sometimes you get on the bus and yell at children. I did that once, and yeah. that was that child deserved Sonny, it. she yelled at a kid on a bus. <laughs> I had I got a call from the principal the next day. Yeah, I she won't got judge you detention. long, long time you. ago. My, somebody was bullying my sister on the bus, and I jumped on the bus. They are. Revenge my sister. But I was a kid though so oh well i was an adult (laughs) also if you're worried about um people you know like i I feel like sometimes people like to you know i i'm just saying they probably told some stories about bus drivers before and i just want you to know that uh you know the bus drivers today are a lot better than they used to be yeah because my bus driver in kindergarten watched the soap operas on a tv while she drove yeah. Whoa. the children home. Oh, I want to yes. tell a bus driver story. Yes, please Are you going to tell a good one? It's a good one. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, good. When I was in um, kindergarten, I remember our bus driver used to ha- let us have parties on the oh. bus. And it would it was literally like, I don't know, maybe be every other month or something like that. But he would let us bring candy and we'd be able to exchange. I mean, we didn't have seatbelts on or none of that. That's well, no, well, I mean, I don't there, think but... they do now <laughs> no. either. So, yeah. But yeah, I remember that was really cool. He'd tell us, if you guys listen and follow my, you know, if you guys listen to me, I'll let you have a party this Friday. Oh, we He was a dope school bus driver. He really was. Oh, yeah. See, that's awesome. Yeah. And you think about all the times, and I, and I remember very specifically um, the bus. Wasn't there a, a, a school bus on a bridge? I think it might have been on 35W. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Think about the bus driver and all those yeah. kids and yeah. how they all got out safely, mm-hmm. and that bus driver took very seriously the lives of all the children on mm-hmm. that bus. And they all do that every day as they drive those buses does, down the road. It doesn't seem like it's a really serious job, but like I said, my sister, it's very, very serious. Yeah, you have and the she lives of these children. Yes. And she said out of all her jobs, she enjoyed that one the most. Oh, that's yeah. I awesome. will say one of my uh, school bus drivers in middle school, she... Um, she used to listen to, she had a boom box and she would play her music and um, she would pick her ears. 
like clean out her ears while mm-hmm. she drove. That's nasty. That was real nasty. That's nasty. Um, that story was really but we're appreciating <laughs> the school bus drivers. But she used to play Bananarama, um, Venus. You know that song. That's exciting. Got Venus. Burning like the silver. Yes. Sing it. Yes. We did get a couple emails. If I could just read those, we're appreciating school bus drivers on School Bus Driver Appreciation Day. This one from Kelly who said, "My school bus driver adjusted the bus route so that my two kids." would not have to walk all the way to the end of the street on in the snowy cold weather he drives three extra blocks to pick up my kiddos shout out to bob g from bus 52 in chisago yeah, yeah. Thanks, and then bob. from gina my children's bus driver is so sweet and patient he gives the kids a piece of candy on their birthday oh he also that's so sweet he also has a zero tolerance bullying policy and has made the bus way less scary for my younger babies major shout out to henry so that's to henry the school bus driver i like anybody that's standing up and for the kids getting Uh bullied on Mm -hmm. that's my superhero Mm -hmm. exactly we love school bus drivers just throw them nasty kids off the bus we don't need them oh no and then have a party And then have a party. And then have a party yeah. with candy. Yeah. With mm-hmm. candy. Not while the bus is moving. No, Obviously. thank you. Wait until they stop. And then <laughs> thank kick you. them off. Deliver them to their parents <laughs> safely and then tell their parents that they have some work to do. Uh, thank I can't you. think of a more oh, stressful place than a school bus. I'm telling you, I, neither can I. And like I said, I think about how stressful it is for me with just the three people I made in the car. I worked with kids for 20 years. Oh my gosh. And, I'm sorry. And, and that was... <laughs> <laughs> it was by choice. No one forced me. <laughs> and just being in that area is difficult. I, can, I just can't imagine driving through town. I know. With 40 mm. to 50 to 60 kids. In the back of like, a car. I like middle schoolers would be the worst. Ooh. Literally. Because by the time you're in high school, everybody's sort of, you know, on to your thing. You're doing your thing. You're kind of an adult. And then, you know elementary school kids are like, yeah, I get to be out of the right. thing with wheels. Right, right. And then, you know, but middle school, it's like hormones central. Down. People well, just like doing hateful things and, the and worst saying nasty things and showing things. You've got a K through eight school and you got the middle schoolers on the same bus as oh, the kindergartners. Yeah. Yikes. Then you really got to work hard. Uh, say, you know what? We got to talk about something. Uh, a local uh, news person created some waves about Easter candy on the Twitter machine. Yeah, we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it, but we also have a question for you. What's better, Halloween candy or Easter candy? We have very strident opinions. There's a correct answer and an incorrect answer. I agree with you. Find out which is which. Mine is correct. No, mine is correct, actually. I disagree. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Get fast internet now with the Xfinity Supersonic Bundle. It's unlimited gig internet, a free streaming box, and one line of unlimited mobile. Go to Xfinity.com gig, visit a store, or call 1-800-XFINITY to learn more. Limited time offer, new gigabit internet customers only. Other restrictions apply.